0: It's Michael Bosey. Welcome to my podcast, Marketing Without the Marketing, where I try to teach you everything that I know about soft touch content marketing 10 minutes at a time. And I uh, appreciate you being here with me today. So if you'll bear with me, uh, I've just been thinking about a couple things, making a couple connections here. So I thought I'd sort of interrupt the, uh, the social media strategy series that I've been doing and just connect a couple concepts. So stay with me on this. Uh, so the two things I'd like to connect are Halloween and air travel. Now, like I said, bear with me here because uh, last week was Halloween and it just got me kind of thinking. You know, our neighborhood's really cool here in Boston, where uh, they, uh, really the main street that runs through the neighborhood Tons of kids are out, all the businesses participate. They make it sort of a fun, safe thing for all the kids to do their trick-or-treating. And actually there's even a an entire street which spans a few blocks where they shut the whole thing off, and the kids can run around. There's people who do performing, uh, some uh, music and it's just it's a fun event. It's safe for the kids and everyone's out, the kids, the adults. And just a lot of fun. But here's what I was thinking, looking around at all the costumes that people dress up in. Very creative stuff out there. And you realize that the, the fun of Halloween is pretending that we're something that we're not. Right? So that's dressing up in a costume, being creative about it, expressing that. But, you know, the, the fun is sort of, hey, you know, who, who are you? Who are you trying to be? Who are you dressed up as? And that's that's the fun of it, Right? Of course, I'm always trying to apply this to how I think about uh, marketing, particularly for small businesses. And I realized that, you know, marketers do this all the time. Uh, The the impulse is to try to, uh, you know, sort of whitewash things, try to amplify things, try to make things sound better than they actually are. And the problem with this, of course, is that when you do that, it just sets up this lack of trust right from the start. And as you can imagine, in today's world, that's a problem. And the reason it's a problem is because, you know, consumers don't purchase in the way that they used to. Before, before the internet, that is, uh, you know, people were relying largely on what the salesperson would say. Word of mouth could happen certainly, right? You could learn from your neighbors about a, a product or, or a service or someone offering service in your neighborhood. Like all that was possible, it just was not easy, and it was certainly not easy to do at scale. In today's world, obviously, that's very very different. Um, you know, someone uh, before they reach you and your business, um, before they start even hearing you and your pitch, they've already they're already quite a bit down the funnel. In other words, they've probably done their research online. They've probably asked about you. Uh, They'll look at your site, certainly. But they'll also try to find out other things about you, Uh, reviews, uh, you know, uh, of other folks who have uh, said things about you online. I mean, all this stuff is out there and it's available. And uh, think about that. That means that the consumer, a lot more savvy now, a lot more connected, can learn a lot about you uh, not from you. This represents a massive change in how we do business. And my contention is, is that people do business with other people whom they trust, right? This is insanely important for small businesses because think about this, you, you know, you don't have a ton of money to sort of build up your brand in the national media or to constantly advertise or try to show the benefits of your product. You're, you really do depend on, Uh, this sort of word of mouth marketing. And that means that if you show up when your customer or your prospect already knows a lot about you and you try to tell them something that is contrary to the narrative they already believe, well, you got a problem, right? That's, That's going to be tough because You know, you're not the most credible person to be talking about your business, but, you know, my friend or, you know, my sister or uh, another family member or anyone who I trust, uh, I'm going to believe them way more than I'm going to believe you. All right. So if you follow this podcast, you know, I mean, this is not a new topic. I mean, I talk about this a lot, just this sort of authenticity, transparency, trust. It's all important in moving someone from the awareness stage to a legitimate prospect, to a fan, to a purchaser, and then hopefully, if you've done it right, turn them into an advocate at the end, right? Someone who just loves what you do. Now they've experienced it firsthand and they are ready to willingly and excitedly talk about you and your brand. That's the big win here, right? Especially in the world of digital, because those folks now are empowered to tell the story about you. And guess what? Those are the folks who uh, your prospects are going to find and you want to empower those guys as much as possible. So if you're talking about your product or service In a different way than those advocates or those other people who are online or or are going to get asked about this. uh, That's not the position that you want to be in. So here's the other part of the connection, which is the airlines. Now, the airline industry is easy to pick on for a lot of reasons. And, you know, I don't want to get into all of that because it's just way too easy. Uh, But the connection that I'm making here is I was on a couple flights uh, recently over the past few weeks uh, one for vacation, and uh, headed out to California for a wedding for two very good friends, and the other was to a conference, the Digital Commerce Summit uh, in Denver, and and just kind of watching how they interact with people who are already customers, right? So think about this: when I go to fly, the choices are not unlimited. You pick something largely based on price and the timing and all that, and you, and you think, okay, that's good. Uh, I'll pick a flight. So now you've actually paid the money. You're actually a customer. And from there, you're going to have a lot of interactions as a customer uh, with the company, the the airline company, right? So... Um, so for me, that was Virgin Atlantic and United. And here's the thing, you know, you might have your favorite airlines or you might have the ones that you really despise. But to me, really, the the thing I want to key in on is some of the things that they they do in common. And really one thing in particular um, that that really sort of set me off in a way, because, you know, you're on the flight, you're a customer, you've paid for your ticket, you've paid your baggage fee. And the next thing that they're going to try to get you is the meals, right? So they're going to try to upsell you uh, to, to do an in-flight purchase for either drinks or a meal or a snack. Now, you could complain about that because this used to be free, but that's not really the point. To me, it's the way that they talk about it. So they come on the uh, intercom and say, okay, we're going to be coming around with some snacks, some drinks, and some freshly prepared meals. This is where I have the problem, freshly prepared meals. Now I know that you want to make this sound enticing so that I'll purchase it, but you just lied to us, right? For eight bucks, that's, that's your goal, right? Is to get eight bucks out of me, but you just lied to all uh, the folks on the flight. And you know, that makes me think as a consumer, okay, so that was a lie what are you going to lie about next? Right? I mean, these things are subtle. They're nuanced for sure. But look, you've just set up the dynamic. And now you're in the hole in the uh, in your trust bank account, if you will, right? You're in the hole, you started from a deficit. Now, what if it were more realistic instead, or more genuine? Like, hey, we're going to be coming around, we've got these meals. Uh, Look, they're not too bad. But for eight bucks, You know, this is this is what you get. Uh, We don't have the ability to cook here online. We're just going to reheat these things. But uh, but look, if you want a snack, if you're hungry, you know this is relatively cheap. And given where we are, thirty thousand feet in the air, like this is not such a bad deal. The food's not going to be amazing, but it's not too bad either. I mean, to me, that seems to be revolutionary. And revolutionary only in the fact that in the way that we talk about it, right? I mean, this is just being honest, right? I mean, think about this. This was a completely full flight uh, and a uh, 737 holds somewhere around 200 people and not one of them believed the lie about freshly prepared meals. There's no kitchen on board. There's no chef. And even if this is the only lie you've ever heard from them, what about the next time you book? What lies are, you, are, are they telling you then? And what about the other airlines? I mean, you don't believe them now either, do you? In other words, you've not only undermined your credibility, but you've hurt everyone else in the process too. You've brought everyone in the industry down. That's not, I mean, look, if you think that's okay, think about this. They're doing the same thing to you and they're degrading the entire experience. I mean, that's a huge problem. So what's the solution? I mean, obviously, is start by being transparent. Be honest with your customers. You know, this airline example is one thing. And, you know, like I said, nobody believes the lie. But they can all look around and wink at one another or just kind of, you know, shrug or roll their eyes. And that dynamic is tough to recover from, right? And the same thing happens online. People are going to be talking about you and they're going to want to hear that you're honest with them. And, and to me, look, I don't care about big companies like United or Virgin Atlantic or American or whatever. That's not what's that interesting to me. To me, it's about small businesses. And small businesses, I mean, really everything that you're doing is trying to build trust with your audience, with your prospects, so that they'll become customers. It's not going to happen immediately, obviously, but they're going to have to sort of hear a consistent message from you. And that consistency is not just, I keep saying the same thing about myself. I mean, that's advertising, right? Just keep saying the same thing, uh, building your brand by, you know, repeating the same thing over and over again until it becomes sort of a mantra, a slogan. I mean, you get the, the concept with that. But consistency from brand, to consumer. So in other words, when the consumer starts to carry the same message that you do, now that's consistent and consistency can, over time lead to trust. And of course, that's the dynamic that you want to to foster. Now look, with this Halloween thing, it's fun to pretend you know that we're something we're not. But when it comes to marketing, this is just not a good policy, especially for small businesses. It, it, trust is everything. And, you know, I just think it's so much better to start from a point of truth, be honest about the things that are really great about your product, and be honest about the things that, are, that it's not. I mean, that helps a consumer make a decision. And quite honestly, you know, in picking your customers, and I've done a bunch of episodes on this as, as well, when you're trying to select customers, you want customers who are the right fit. You don't want customers who show up and expect something more from you uh, if that more is something you're not. I mean, that's setting them up for failure. You can't exceed their expectations at that point. That's not going to be a fruitful relationship. All right, so you get the concept here. It was just a connection that I was making. I thought that I would share it. And I uh, hope it gives you something to think about or, or another perspective on this. But uh, let's see. Next week, uh, I'll get back to the social media strategy series. I think uh, next week I'll do, I think it's going to be LinkedIn Pulse. I think that'll be uh, next week's topic. So please tune in. Please subscribe and appreciate all the, the comments, the questions, all the downloads I've gotten recently. Uh, really appreciate you guys giving me your attention as always. Uh, really means a lot to me. It's awesome. So that'll do it. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next week.